You're listening to the Application Insider Podcast. Welcome dietetic students. Here you will find all sorts of tips and guidance to help you navigate the dietetic internship application experience. I am your dietetic internship application guide, sharing insights to bridge the unnecessary gaps in this crucial step in your dietetics career. Together, we can get you all the information you need to create an application that will stand out in all the right ways. Hello, and welcome to episode 38 of the Application Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Vance, the founder, CEO, and dietetic internship application guide here at Application Insider. Before we get into this episode, I want to let you know again what's happening at Application Insider this summer. I am dropping a brand new live course that will help you get through your entire DICUS application in 12 weeks. Yes, I am dead serious, 12 weeks. I am putting the finishing touches on this course right now. It's a brand new guidance option and is unlike anything else that is available for dietetic students anywhere. I still haven't landed on a name yet, but the course is in the works and it's going to be so great. You can get all the info about it at applicationinsider.co slash live course or by following the link in the show notes. But here's a quick rundown of what this live course will provide for you. You will get 12 weeks of content to help you with every single part of your DICUS application. This means videos and resources and information to get you through each section of your DICUS application with the help of my DI director background and all that I have seen on the other side of DICUS and D&D Digital. You will get tools like the application prep workbook, the resume sample pack, and the personal statement sample pack, plus automatic enrollment in the personal statement workshop that will be held in July. All of these tools give you examples and tips and my DI director insights that you can use on your application. This is a live course, which means I'll be there too. This is not do it yourself. This is not self-paced. This is not figure it out as you go. I will be there every single step of the way. Each week we'll have a live Q&A session so you can get answers you need as you are working on your application. I know that every person's application experience is different. The situations you are thinking about that have brought you here today to be applying to a dietetic internship are unique to you. So I know that being able to ask for what you need and being able to get a live, direct, applicable answer is so important. So I'm gonna be there for that. I will be there in the course with you to provide the information that you need for your situation. This is the first time I have ever offered anything like this and I've decided to make it a living course. This means that, yeah, I'll be there every step of the way, you and I can chat and we'll have the Q and A's and things like that, but it also means that the course will be growing and adapting as needed. This means that it can become whatever you need it to be. If I hear from you that more information is needed on a topic or something wasn't clear and clarification needs to be added, I will add that. I will add information or provide extra details on the areas that you need more of. And with that, you'll help shape this course to become exactly what you're looking for. I mean, I've got lots of great insight to share and I've got plans for every week of the course thus far, but if my plans don't meet all of your needs, we'll make that happen. 
we will make sure that this course is exactly what you're looking for and helps you create the application that you will be confident to submit to dietetic internships. Most importantly, you will have all the support you need while working on your application. Live support that can be personalized for your situation and experience. You can bring your own questions to the Q&A or there will even be an opportunity to work closely with me one-on-one -on -one so that your experience and your situation is all taken into account for the application that you are putting together. No other course that I'm aware of that has been created for dietetic students who are working on their dietetic internship application has that element. They don't, it just doesn't exist anywhere else. There are some really helpful tools out there, some really wonderful resources, but with so many of them, you are still left to do everything on your own without additional support from someone who knows. I'm changing that here and now with this new Application Insider Live course, and I would love for you to be part of it. I will be talking more about this live course, as well as sharing some really important dicus do's and don'ts that you will definitely want to hear about in a free webinar. It's coming up on two dates. It's the same webinar both days, so you only need to pick one date if you're able to make it. One is coming up on June 10th, one is coming up on June 15th. Register for either one of those at applicationinsider.co slash live course hyphen webinar, or you just follow the link in the show notes so you don't have to remember that long URL. But go ahead, sign up for the webinar. Even if you cannot make it to either of the live sessions, you will get a replay. So you'll still get all the information about five dicus do's and don'ts, things you do and do not want to have happening in your application. See everything that I am sharing there. I will also be talking more about the live course. You can get all the details you need to make the decision of whether or not it's a good fit for you. So sign up for the free webinar, follow the link in the show notes, and come learn more about it. Even if you decide the course isn't a good fit for you, you will walk away with five important dicus do's and don'ts that you can apply to your own application. So we'll be starting soon. The webinar is coming up, the live course is coming up, and you don't wanna miss out. So I really hope to see you there. Moving on to today's episode, I've got another student interview. I mean, can I just ask, are you guys loving these interview episodes as much as I am? I really hope so because I really, really love them. And I would love to have you as a podcast on the guest as well. There's a form that you can submit at applicationinsider.co slash podcast guest. That link is also in the show notes. But that way you can sign up to be a podcast guest yourself. No matter where you are in your own dietetics education pathway, you've got something to share with other students. So far, all my guests have been people who have already gone through a match and or have started their dietetic internship. I would love to chat with you even if you are still in the application process. If you've been working on things, it would be great to hear from your experience. Things that have worked for you thus far as you've been putting your application together, I know others would love to hear from that as well. So please check that out, applicationinsider.co slash podcast guest. I would really love to chat with you here on the Application Insider Podcast. Today, my guest is Krista Seminelli. Krista is a career changer and non-traditional student, and she's got some great tips to share about how she prepped for years, yes, I really do mean years, before actually even opening Dykes to get started on her application. I don't say years to freak you out. She didn't take that much time because her application actually required that much time to get done. 
Rather, it's because she was thinking about what she might need for her application and was very intentional about keeping her application in mind the whole time. As soon as she knew this application was part of her dietetics education and was coming up, she kept it in mind and she took steps to make sure that she would be as ready as possible when she did open Dicus and start getting information entered there. So she's got some very useful tips that you could use as well, no matter how much time you have before you start working on your application. If you don't have years, that's okay. Her tips will still be useful. Even if you have already started your application, she's got some really great things to share. So please listen up. Krista also made the very best use of all the freebies she could get her hands on, which honestly I love. We talked about how she used Application Insider to get information and how she applied that info to her application. And she only used free stuff that I offer. She, she and I had a free brainstorm call and she used all the freebies that I have available at Application Insider and she matched to her first choice. She only used that free stuff. And I'm here to say, that's exactly why I have created those free resources. That is why they are there. So I hope you will use all of them that are available. Anything that we talk about in our interview will be linked in the show notes. So check there to make sure you've got all these resources that are available. They were so helpful for Krista and I know they will be helpful for you as well. So let's go into the interview and meet Krista. All right. I want to welcome Krista Seminelli to the Application Insider podcast and YouTube channel. Krista, I'm so excited to chat with you today. Yes, I'm very excited. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Okay. If you can just start off with a short introduction of yourself, tell us if you'd like where you're from and where you are in your dietetics pathway. Sure. Um, so as you mentioned, my name's Krista. Um, I was born and raised in Delaware, Newark, Delaware, which is a state that borders New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Maryland. And I attended Westchester University in Westchester, Pennsylvania, which is about an hour away, an hour drive away from where I live. Um, and I graduated in the fall of 2020. And in August 2021, I will begin my dietetic internship at Geisinger Medical Center. Uh, they have a clinical concentration. That was my top choice. And um, yeah, I'm very excited to start this next chapter of this very long journey that, <laughs> that we're in. Yes. I'm so excited that you're willing to share your whole process and help other dietetic students. And I should have started off, off with congratulations on getting matched to your first choice. Thank That's you so obviously much. what we want to talk about. We will get into that, um, but congratulations for matching there. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, all right. How did you choose to focus on dietetics and, um, you know, select that as your major and the career that you're moving into? So I am actually a, or was a non-traditional student. I decided to go back to college at the age of 26. Um, I had attended college right out of high school, like most students, but after a year, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I thought maybe nursing, I knew it was something medical, but I couldn't quite um, put my finger on what it was that I was passionate about. So I um, began working for a large hospital corporation in Delaware at the age of 18, which I actually still work at now. I just celebrated my 15 year anniversary. <laughs> um, and that um, having jobs 
at that hospital inadvertently uh, introduced me to dietetics. I'm also a runner, more like a jogger, but I'm going to call myself a runner. <laughs> uh, and I started that at age 24. Um, so that coupled with the job that I had at the time literally made me search nutrition, hospital, career. And I found dietetics through that. Um, but it ended up being a great choice for me. It's perfect fit for everything that um, I've always been interested in and just kind of encapsulates it, put it, puts it all together um, and allows me to use all of the skills that I've acquired over the years. And also um, I get to learn new things about something that I'm really passionate about. Uh, at the time that I decided to go back to school, I worked for a um, emergency medicine residency office. So I worked with a lot of medical students and medical residents that were around the same age as I was. Um, but they had done so much more than I had at that time. Um, not necessarily in a bad way, but they just traveled more. They were very well versed. Uh, they were very confident in themselves and um, were really looking forward to becoming physicians in the future. They had worked so hard for this. And I was a little bit jealous of not only how far they had come, but the confidence that they had and where they were going. Mm -hmm. um, so in just talking to them, and then again, my, my new passion of running um, just really made me start thinking about what it is I wanted to do and what I where I wanted to be long-term. Um, so, I made the choice to apply to Westchester shortly after that Google search. And when I found out that I got the job, I walked in my boss's office the next day and gave my two weeks notice. Um, I was working full time, nine to five, Monday through Friday. So that job was not going to be sustainable as a full-time student. Um, so I began working part-time overnight in an emergency department. Um, so my first year at Westchester was really difficult to um, take on being a full-time student, a part-time employee, and just uh, shifting everything that I had known over the past 10 or so years and making it fit this new lifestyle. Um, so after about a year, I decided to take a break uh, from school just so that I could take a step back, figure out what it was that uh, I need to do in order to be successful on this whole journey. And during that time is actually when I began just um, looking into dietetic internships. Mm -hmm. And then that I think was one of the best moves that I made because it kind of set the precedent for the next three years for me. Uh, that is actually when I found Geisinger and uh, the two other programs that I had applied to, they had always remained the same. There were a few others that I kind of flirted with the idea of applying to. And I went to some other open houses, but uh, looking into schools that early kind of gave me a visual mindset of this is what I need to do in order to get into a, an internship. Uh, this is how I should be spending my free time. These are areas that I need to uh, continue to work on. And it also made me see what my best qualifications were and just kind of hone in on who I was and then make and then apply to the programs that were best going to support that rather than changing myself in order to fit, fit them, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it sounds like, I mean, this has been a long game for you. You've had the long, the long-term vision in mind for a while now. And I really like what you said about just 
you know, starting to see that whole process from a few years before you might even be into it of realizing this is the internship process. That's what comes next after this school step, which you are kind of already making as a second move, having, um, you know, quit your job to go back to school. But having that mindset of I'm learning this, this is what it's going to take. And I don't want to put words in your mouth, but maybe recommitting like, yep, this is the, this is for me. This is what I want to do. Is that kind of how it felt like? You're exactly right. Um, I had made so many changes to get just a year in to that point. So it was a, it was definitely a make it break it moment. Um, mm -hmm. I either had to fully commit and move forward and do whatever it took to make this happen or I needed to kind of backtrack and figure out, is this for me? Um, should I be doing something else? Should I be working full time again? Uh, so to be completely honest, probably won't come as a shocker considering I found this through Google, but I didn't know all that went into applying for the internship and ultimately becoming a dietitian. Yeah. Uh, so luckily the, there were, um, there was one specific course in uh, Westchester's CPD program that introduced how to prepare, what was necessary in order to get an internship. And I sat in that class like, oh my gosh, I haven't done any of this. <laughs> I didn't expect any of it, the money, everything. So yes, that year definitely made me realize that this is what I wanted and I had to do whatever it took in order to follow through with it. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad you did though, and that you could continue moving forward with confidence and starting with the Google search. I love that. Like, what do I want to do with my life? Maybe Google could help me figure it out. I love how it came together for you. Um, it was a little challenging to explain that in my personal statement, but <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. I love it. Um, all right. Well, speaking of the application experience, two internships that you learned of in that class, um, let's talk a little bit about that. So we already know that you matched your top choice, which again is awesome. Um, let's talk a little bit about kind of one of the first things I encourage students to do is think what programs do they want to apply to? You already talked about thinking along the lines of skill sets and qualities that you possessed and how that would fit into the programs you were looking into. So how did you decide and you know ultimately narrow down which programs you did submit an application to? So given my extensive uh, experience in the hospital, I knew that I was most interested in clinical. Mm -hmm. I really like um, acute care, especially working in an emergency department. It, introduce me to what that actually means. Um, and I'm really looking forward to being able to see what goes on after patients leave the emergency department yeah. and are in a, an inpatient setting. Um, so that was definitely top on my list. I did apply to another program that had a community concentration just because I didn't want to limit myself. And I was interested in the program. Uh, I just got a really good feeling about them when I attended the open house. So I was definitely open to any type of program that, again, fit me. I didn't want to be uncomfortable for a year. I didn't want to think that I made the wrong choice. So I know that you say it all the time, but picking the program that you feel is a good fit for you, I think is one of the most important things. And I'm definitely glad that I did that. 
rather than what would be easiest for me, most convenient, most cost effective. Um, I am looking forward to going outside of my comfort zone and just really challenging myself during this next step and learning everything that I can. Mm-hmm. Awesome. It's good you know that your comfort zone will be challenged and you will be stepping out of it. It's just good to have that mindset going in. Yeah. Um, all right. When it comes to your actual application, how did you like go about working on it? Did you have timelines in place? What was your process for kind of tackling that entire thing? So um, I have a great plan. It did not go oh, no. <laughs> at all. Um, but initially I had, again, as you suggested, uh, set kind of a fake date, fake due date for myself. Um, and it was two weeks ahead of the deadline. I missed that. And then I did it one week later, missed that. And sure enough, I was going all the way up until the deadline. I think I, I turned it in about four hours beforehand. Um, I'm definitely a procrastinator at heart and my time management skills. I have good intentions, but not the best follow through on that. Um, so about three years before I applied, uh, one of the things that I started doing was keeping a notebook. Um, this notebook, I still have it today, was, is full of so many things. So anytime that I was feeling, um, anytime that I was feeling motivated, I would write something that I could possibly include in my personal statement. Sometimes that, sometimes that was just a sentence, maybe a paragraph. Sometimes I would write two or three pages. Um, while I didn't actually use any of that word for word, it definitely gave me some place to start when I did go to write my actual personal statement. Mm-hmm. I would also write dates and um, dates of volunteering or symposiums that I had attended. I kept brochures of um, some of the conferences that I attended. Um, so it was just kind of a guide for me. There were things in there that I hadn't even remembered. Like I did, um, I volunteered for Ronald McDonald House and I did a class with them. Had no I, no recollection of that. Um, so, so it was good that I kept this um, just because at the very least it saved me time in, in the long run. So I would definitely recommend doing that, um, especially for someone like myself who, again, I have well, now at this point, 15 years of hospital experience, I attended a lot of conferences at work. Yeah. Um, so that was one thing. Um, as far as actually sitting down and attempting to tackle DICA, I started in January. I graduated in December 2020, and then I started in January, and I started with the easy things. Um, directly put inputting things into DICAS and then I spent the rest of my time on my personal statement. Um, One of the things that we all know is that the personal statement is by far the most difficult to tackle. I had always been pretty good at writing a paper in you know a day again time management procrastination (laughs) Um, and I thought that the personal statement would actually be easy because I'm like it's about me it's what I want to write about as long as I'm answering these questions I'll be fine guys, start early. So (laughs) I, my significant other read this, uh, read the first draft and he's like, you should have started a while ago. Um, (laughs) I appreciate the honesty. I needed it. But um, yeah, so about three months and actually with 
the help of that notebook, the diecast things didn't even take me maybe 16 hours in total. Mm -hmm. I mean, that when you look at the diecast application as a whole, a lot of it is tedious. Just be like, you have to type in your managers and your places of employment and the dates and the hours. And like you said, sometimes like you don't remember everything. So that notebook is a genius idea. Suggestion to everyone right now, start your own notebook. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I've, I've talked with lots of students who, um, when we chat about the personal statement, it's a reminder that this is a different style of writing. You've written lots of papers and you've done lots of research and all of those papers are probably longer than a thousand words but this is a different style of writing. So it sounds like that manifested itself as very true. <laughs> yeah. Um, the easiest part for me was obviously getting everything out and then just kind of cutting things out from there. Uh, mm -hmm. The big thing that I had to keep in mind is will other people find this valuable or um, important or interesting? I, there was a lot of stuff that I wanted to talk about. And then when I had it proofread by others, they, they were like, we don't care about this. It's not, you know, it's either in your resume or it's not going to be imperative when you're in the internship. So is it, you know, think about what it is that you're trying to get across, what point, and then just put the supporting stuff in there. Mm -hmm. um, mine at first was almost four pages. So oh, wow. Not good. <laughs> Single yeah. Well, uh, something that I suggest that um, people do with the personal statement is sometimes it is easier to just get everything down on the page. Then you know everything you have to work with. And that includes what I call like the heartstrings. I mean, it's, it's a personal statement. So there's going to be some personal elements to it, obviously. And then when you go through the editing, you realize, you know, these are some extra details that are important to me, but they're not coming off as very important when someone's reading it. And sometimes that does mean cutting out the heartstrings elements. And it's like, you have to, you only got a thousand words. You're gonna have to simplify this part of the story because what you really wanna share is this other part. And I have told people before, cutting out the heartstrings doesn't mean it's not important. It doesn't mean it didn't happen. It doesn't mean it has less meaning for you now. It just means your personal statement needs to address, you know, or spend more time on other things. But I know that can be really hard cutting out those parts. Yes, absolutely. Um, all right. When you um, started working on your application or just as you started considering what it would take to get into an internship, is, are there any areas that you had specific concerns about that you had to get more information about or just make sure that you knew how to address as you move forward? Uh, for the actual application portion, um, let me just think about this for a second. So you hear for, from a lot of people that transcripts take the longest time. Um, I'm sure that other people that did uh, this last match would agree that they really, I don't think that that takes that much time. Definitely um, request them early. That way it's one less thing to worry about. Uh, I think the biggest Thing that helped me is that I also requested a copy for myself. That way, when you go in and put all of your stuff into Diecast, you know exactly how to write it out. Um, for example, one of the um, classes that I took 
had the word health in it, but health was spelled incorrectly, the E or the A was missing or something. And I felt silly putting it in that way, but per Dyke's uh, instructions, write it exactly how it is on the transcript. Um, so that was extremely helpful. And I think that, um, I forget what the question is, sorry. Um, just were there any concerns that you had that you had to either get information from programs or just be conscious of as you were working on your application? Okay, sorry. Um, so concerns, I think just like remaining confident, knowing that I was leaving myself enough time um, and just really trying not to procrastinate. Um, the it's so overwhelming especially hearing all the buildup ahead of time mm -hmm. that i would open diecast i would kind of look at it i would read the directions go to a different tab do the same thing i spent a lot of time just like dreading it and um so finally as the deadline approached i started to get my butt in gear and even if i just did five minutes mm -hmm. one day i'm not lying i put one single class in for the transcript and i was like all right, I'm done for the day. Um, so I think just kind of getting over that hump and um, setting time aside to dedicate to it is uh, very important. And I luckily had already graduated by the time I did it. Uh, shout out to the students that are doing it while you're in your last semester. I honestly do not know how you're doing it. Um, <laughs> keep on keeping on. <laughs> um, but it that was very difficult um, in itself. So. I'm glad that I had that portion. Um, and also money, um, figuring out how much is going, is necessary to apply to each of these programs is very important. I had an idea in my head and then just about two or three days before I submitted everything, I went back and it was actually more than I thought it was going to be just by a little bit. But knowing that, um, again, I'm non-traditional, so having to have that money myself was obviously very important in order to turn everything in on time. Yeah, yeah, doing that research, I mean, I hate to say it's a pay to play sort of situation, but it kind of is. But so knowing ahead of time, what are the dollar signs for DICUS, for D&D Digital, for programs, for transcripts, all of that, knowing that ahead of time is really nice instead of just being like, I guess I'm just shelling out the money as it comes up. So I'm glad you had that forethought to do that research. Um, all right, so as you were working on your application, um, what resources did you find helpful that gave you insights or just helped you work through each section? Nicole, I am not kidding when I say I took advantage of every single free resource that you offered. That's why they're uh, there. <laughs> I, I first found the podcast and from there, I started following you on Instagram and I uh, would visit Application Insider while, during crunch time, like almost every day. Um, your application checklist was some was like, it went in my notebook and I looked at that every day. It just, at the very least application insider helped to give me the confidence to just kind of go through this and like, so thousands of other students have done it. Um, it was just nice to have, so I knew I was capable, but it was just nice to have someone that 
was kind of on my team, like supporting me. Again, as a non-traditional student, I didn't really have peers in my classes that I spoke to, um, other unless it was work or school related. Uh, and while I could have gone to any professors, I lived an hour away from campus. So Zoom was not as popular as it is, has become in the past year, but uh, commuting to campus just to talk about Dicus wasn't worth it for me. I would rather just get on the internet, do a few searches, and you answered questions that I didn't even realize that I had. Um, I can't think of anything specific, but like the podcast, I remember listening to it one day and I was like, oh, that's a really good point. Like I, I hadn't even thought about it. I think you were talking about uh, how to put things into Dicus and what to include in there versus on your resume. It was something along okay. those lines. Um, so you were by far the biggest resource for me. Um, Additionally, just like looking at Reddit, um, some of that stuff was a little bit outdated, but just doing a simple question again into my friend Google um, mm -hmm. would uh, give me some Reddit uh, feedback. So I know that I could have looked at my D, relied more on my DPE program, but um, I don't think at the time in my early years, they provided too many resources. So I just kind of shied away. I think that they have a lot more available now, mm -hmm. um, but I don't want to say that they weren't helpful, but I just didn't take advantage of what they had to offer. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, you by far. <laughs> Well, I'm glad. And like when I say that's why the free stuff is there, it's literally why the free stuff is there. So I'm glad you use all of it. Um, forgive me for my memory. Did you and I have a brainstorm call as well? We did. Um, I scheduled that probably about a month before the deadline. So that is part of the reason why I made the my initial deadline two weeks ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Um, I made the brainstorm call with you more towards the end so that I could kind of go through everything and be almost finished and then ask any last minute questions that I had, which was um, worked out very well for me. Uh, you cleared up some questions that I had about like us in general. And then also I just asked you some resume questions. Um, and if nothing else, it was helpful to see how I you um, sent our interview to me through email afterward and it was really nice to see how I looked on Zoom communicating mm -hmm. with someone. I use my hands a lot. So uh, once it came time for interviews, that was also um, very helpful to have like just paying attention to what I did in the video with you versus what I, how I want to portray myself during interviews. Awesome. That's, that's a bonus element of the brainstorm <laughs> call. So to everyone who's listening, the checklist, I'll have a link in the show notes and the caption. You can schedule a, the brainstorm call with me is free. So Krista matched to her first choice with free resources from Application Insider. And of course the work she put into her application. So I just wanna let people know that is possible and free resources are definitely available. Use them. I'm not creating them just for fun. So <laughs> take yeah, advantage. advantage of all of them. And if I, and honestly, in hindsight, I wish that I would have gotten the personal statement workbook. It was something that I had considered, but by the time I thought seriously about it, it was, you know, the deadline was like two weeks away, but I wish I would have done that because at the very least, it sounds like it would have given me some guidance um, to just kind of 
lead me down the right path so that I wouldn't have to have spent so much time just doing the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. Is that, um, are you referring to the sample pack? It's just a download thing. Let me explain what I'm talking about. <laughs> so I've got a sample pack where you can download like examples of personal statements that have yeah. been completed. Okay, yeah. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes. So the sample pack, it, like you said, it does provide guidance. Um, a big thing with the personal statement is there's the question and then there's making sure you include in your response the unasked parts of the question that directors are going to hope to see. So the sample pack does give you examples of what those unasked portions are. And then, like I said, two submission ready personal statements that you can use as references. You cannot submit them yourself. I wrote them myself. So don't plagiarize. That's bad. But you can see like one of them answers the questions in order. One of them answers them in a different order. So you can see how that works. But yeah, that can be a good resource. But it sounds like you wrote a great personal statement even without it. So that's awesome. Um, all right. Thinking back on your application experience, if you could give your, if you had to do it again, would you do anything differently and what would that be? Um, I would have made my friends and family more aware of what it is that I was working on. They knew what it was, but they didn't know to the extent or how much time it would take. Um, so I think that, so if they would ask me to hang out or ask me if I could do something in, in the beginning or towards January, February, I was like, well, I have this thing that I should be working on. And I think that if they knew how overwhelming it could be, maybe they would have been, you know, maybe they wouldn't have asked me to do certain things. Um, so like I had to dog sit, which isn't a huge deal, but not having a dog myself, you know, it did, it did take time away from that. Um, I think also just tackling it gradually, if it was easier for me as the deadline approached to kind of look at each section one by one. And like I said, even if I was just sitting down and doing one thing that day, at least I was progressing on it. Um, the very first day that I sat down, I was like, oh yeah, this will take me this long, this will take me this long. No, everything <laughs> took a lot longer than I had thought, um, even with my handy notebook with all of my dates. Uh, so yeah, just taking it kind of one step at a time. And I, I really did celebrate those little wins. I had a glass of wine afterwards because I deserved it. Um, I mentioned the making of a fake deadline, even if I, I personally didn't, um, stick to it. It was helpful to, at least in the beginning to, um, have that because I, I really do think that I got a lot more done than I would have by that point. Um, so I recommend that and maybe stick to it. Um, well, I mean, that's the whole purpose of the fake deadline is that if you miss it, you're still okay. <laughs> so make the fake deadline, but don't consistently remind yourself it's fake. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Um, and then staying organized by the end of it, I hadn't realized that I would have so many papers. So like the transcripts, notes, um, things that I had printed out, my, my checklist. Um, so just staying organized, I ended up having to like paper clip a whole bunch of things. And then as the deadline did get closer, I was like frantically going through papers. So um, I think that a lot of us uh, 
PPD students are very organized. So just hone in on that and, and use those skills. Um, so yeah, I think those are the big ones. Awesome. All right. Um, I want to hear a little bit about your internship, even if you, I mean, you haven't started yet, have you? When, when do you start your internship? That's what I actually want to know. August 16th. Awesome. I am counting down. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'll bet. Um, it's a, so it's located in Danville, Pennsylvania. Um, that's about three hours away from my home in Delaware. So I've officially already moved up here. Um, my significant other is also at that same hospital. So uh, that worked out as far as like getting a place to rent um, and things like that. Since I found this internship three years ago, um, I, so because it has a clinical concentration, I obviously know that it's going to be very hospital heavy. Luckily, I am comfortable in that uh, setting. I hear from a lot of other students that's, at least when I was attending the open house, that that was something that they were nervous about. Mm -hmm. um, not necessarily as a dietetic intern, but just as a person who's worked in a hospital um, in my early 20s, um, just have confidence in yourself. I don't talk to physicians any differently than I talk to nurses, than I talk to environmental services who clean the rooms. Um, just have confidence in yourself, what you're asking for, what you're saying, and other people till you make it. Um, so I'm looking forward to continuing to be in a hospital, but having a different role. Right now I'm clerical, so I do have patient contact. I'm very comfortable with patients, but I am very much looking forward to actually having a say in their, their care plan. I can't, I can't say I can't wait enough. <laughs> um, but it, they only accept five people and then one pediatric. So I hope that that means that I get one-on-one -on -one precepting, which they've already said that, that we get. So I'm looking forward to that as well as getting um, both inpatient and outpatient. Uh, Geisinger has a lot of um, buildings, for lack of better words, a lot of locations throughout the area. So we'll get experience at a few of those. Nice, awesome. And you had mentioned when you were going to open houses that you were kind of just getting a feel for how the program would be. Can I know this is going back a little bit. Can you talk a little bit about that, what it felt like to go to the open houses? And again, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but use your gut or your intuition or whatever you want to call it. Yes, um, absolutely. I, I can't recommend that enough either. So there is an internship that's fairly close to where my mom lives uh, that I, they accept, I think, over 20 people. I'm not saying it would be easy to get in there, but my chances were definitely higher. Uh, the cost, it was more cost effective considering I could have stayed at my mom's house. Um, and I also could have gotten my master's at the same time. So I could have gotten student, student loans. Um, so on paper, this program looked like it could have been a good fit for me. Uh, however, when I attended the open house, I, I, from the very moment that I signed in, someone had said something and I was like, oh, I didn't like that. And then I sat down and just, it, my gut feeling, it just wasn't for me. Um, I attended in total, cause I started attending open houses in 2019, which oh. 
again, it can't hurt to do that. Um, also, when I applied with Guy Singer, I made it a point to say that I had been to two of their open houses because they nice. made a comment about me not being able to see the campus. And I was like, no, I, I came last year. I was able to see it. Um, so whether or not that made me look good, I don't know, but it definitely can't hurt. Mm -hmm. um, so all in all, I think I attended six open houses um, and there were two that I had intentions of applying to, to programs. And after attending the open house, it was like, I really didn't feel like that was a good fit for me personally. Mm -hmm. um, on the other hand, there was an open house that I wasn't as excited about going into. And they're one of the programs that I actually ended up applying to just because wow. they were so, it seemed like they really cared about their interns. They were excited to have all the students there for open house. Just like the feeling that I got, it, it was almost like that woman was like a family member of mine. She oh, was wow. just so personable. I got such a good feeling that I, I ended up ranking them number two. Wow, awesome. So that is why we attend open houses, not just to get information, but to really get a feel for the program. So mm -hmm. I love, thank you for expanding on that. I think that's really helpful. You've already shared some really great suggestions and recommendations, um, but I'm wondering if you can maybe wrap things up or if you got another one saved for an action item for our listeners. I like to give everyone something they could potentially walk away with and do right now um, after listening to this episode. So what action item would you share to a dietetic student? Start now, <laughs> stay confident, stay organized, and know your worth. Don't apply to a program because they might accept you. Apply to a program because that's where you want to be. And starting early, starting now will give you that, that leg up when you do go to apply because you'll know that you're checking all of those boxes. If there's something on that program's list that you haven't done yet and you start early, you have time to, to, to plan that so that you do check that box. Um, and again, just staying confident is a huge thing. Um, if you don't have confidence in yourself, it's going to be hard to get other people to buy into you. So just you're your biggest cheerleader. So, and also stay organized because that's a big thing and don't procrastinate. Lots <laughs> of action tips. Sorry. Do it all though. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's so wonderful. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your experience and everything that you learned through this process, I know that other students will find it helpful as well. Um, before I forget, is there a way that people can connect with you on social media or elsewhere? Yes, I'm not very active, but if you have any questions or want to reach out, please feel free. It's at Krista Seminelli. Okay, awesome. And I will have a direct link to that on Instagram to Krista's account, so you can reach out to her if you would like. Um, but otherwise, Krista, thank you so, so much. This has been wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Good luck, everyone. And there you have it. A huge thank you to Krista for sharing her application experience and how she created an application that got her matched to her top choice. She had so many great suggestions, and I hope that as you listen to them, you were able to find some that you think will fit into your own experience working on your application. And I hope you benefit from giving them a try for yourself. The links to any of the resources we talked about, all of the freebies, even the one paid item, the personal statement sample pack that she mentioned, 
Krista didn't personally purchase it, but it is available and might be a good resource for you. So all of those are in the show notes. If you want to connect with Krista online, she shared her Instagram handle. That is also in the show notes, so you can reach her there. You can also find a link to the video of our chat if you'd like to watch it. Other links in the show notes will take you to register for that free webinar I mentioned at the top of the episode. Again, it is coming up on June 10th and June 15th. There are two dates to choose from, but the content will be the same. So pick the one that fits your schedule best. And if neither of those times works, register for one of them anyway, because I will send you the replay so you will get all of the information. If you want to join me on the podcast, check out applicationinsider.co slash podcast guest. Or if you want to chat with me about how you can create an application that is sure to stand out, schedule a free 20-minute brainstorm call at applicationinsider.co slash brainstorm call. Both of those links are in the show notes, and I would love to be part of your application experience. And with this insider insight, your application is sure to stand out. Thank you for listening. If you want customized guidance on your dietetic internship application, schedule a free 20-minute brainstorm call at applicationinsider.co slash brainstorm call, or follow the link in the show notes. More details about this episode, including useful links and a detailed summary, are at applicationinsider.co slash podcast. You can find more application tips and guidance at applicationinsider.co or by following along on Instagram at applicationinsider. Please rate and review the Application Insider podcast to help other dietetic students find it. Be sure to subscribe to catch every episode.